What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. It's a fireside chat today, ladies and gentlemen. And also, before we even get into it, my apologies for it being so long since I put out a podcast. There's been a lot going on. Um, my, my dad had a pretty major heart attack, so I had to fly out deal with that with my siblings. Uh, John had some life uh, life things happen. Uh, it was, a, was kind of a sick for like yeah, a full yeah. calendar month. <laughs> he was sick for a while. It was a it was God. a clusterfuck of uh, of kind of bad luck and poor planning on my end. And we hadn't didn't uh, weren't able to get uh, these podcasts done. John wasn't able to edit because he was sick and dealing with his shit, and I was dealing with my shit. And so we're back. We're we are so we're a nice back. Little hiatus. Exactly. It was a nice little <laughs> little hiatus. Hiatus. Hopefully back to reg- regular scheduled programming. Uh, diving in and asking those complex questions. And uh, but today we want to just kind of kick things off because there's a lot going on in the world. We've got so we've much. got. We've got fighter jets shooting down unidentified flying objects or balloons. Who knows? We've got a spy balloon that flew over the United States. We got a fucking chemical disaster that happened on a train in Ohio. What? We basically like nuked a small town in Ohio. We basically. <laughs> Let's go, USA. We we did we did, and actually, John, I'll let you kind of take you. You've been following this a lot closer than I have. It seems oh, yeah. it's, it's quite depressing, but unfortunately, for the people that don't understand, let's let's get get them up to speed with what happened in Ohio on the train. So uh, let me pull up my. I know the the generalities. Let me look up the hard dates. Um. Let's see. So I should have had this open before the show, but welcome to live production. Uh, so last week, early last week, there was a train derailment in uh, Palestine, New Palestine, Ohio, uh, which is roughly, I believe it's about 60 miles or so north, northwest of Pittsburgh. Um, huge train derailment. It's a Norfolk Southern line. Uh, which, fun fact, I didn't know until this morning that uh, 7% of Norfolk Southern is owned by BlackRock. And uh, the Vanguard also has a very large stake in uh, in Norfolk, Norfolk Southern. Are you getting in the um, weeds? <clears throat> I am getting in the weeds. Yep. But, uh, man, this story, is, this story is honestly nothing but weeds, uh, if I'm being very honest. Uh, so, train derailed. Uh, a large portion of the train was at first they said uh, chemical like pressure gas chemical cars holding uh, vinyl chloride, which is the which is a chemical precursor to polyvinyl chloride, which is PVC. You know, plastic pipes, any like the most common type of plastic, pretty much used everywhere in everything. Also horribly toxic and has been. Uh, there have been several UN treaties that have been attempted to ratify to ban it or heavily regulated it that the UN has or the uh, United States has refused to participate in. Anywho, uh, so train derails, and at first, what they say is that in order to, uh, you know, safely contain the uh, damaged cars containing vinyl chloride, that they were going to do a controlled vent of the vinyl chloride just into the atmosphere. Uh, raw, just raw dog the atmosphere with vinyl chloride. Uh, and what happened 
was that because, you know, this was a train derailment, and as you can imagine, there were some fires that had started in the immediate area. Uh, they vented the vinyl chloride, and instead of it just venting into the atmosphere and dispersing, which is by no means good for the environment, but, you know, comparably, it's a cakewalk. Uh, instead, it uh, caught fire. And uh, the whole point of this was to vent it to prevent, to clear the lines, and also to prevent larger, uh, very big explosions with, you know, essentially train cars acting as, you know, small munitions, bombs with shrapnel and shit. And uh, so it burst into flames, and there has been, now I think it's going on about almost two weeks, a uncontrollable chemical fire that at first, like I said, they said it was vinyl chloride, but now it's coming out that there was more than just vinyl chloride that was venting. There was vinyl chloride, there was, uh, I believe, ammonia, and also just straight chlorine gas, too. Uh, as things progressed, they uh, the EPA, uh, I believe, federal EPA, I don't believe, has done a whole lot. The state EPA equivalent in Ohio has said officially that the air and water in the immediate area are safe and that people don't have to worry there aren't you know evacuations don't have to happen it's all i believe the vaccinations right now are voluntary um so and now it's come out that what actually happened was that when the train derailed there there were options they could have taken their time, it wouldn't have been terribly long, but taking their time to safely transfer the gas from one pressure car to another and, you know, move it on down the line. Except what happened was Norfolk Southern pressured the local yokel bumfuck police to make a decision and to clear the lines as fast as possible because they had to, had to keep moving freight on the rails because of, uh, I can't remember the name of the scheduling system that the railroads use now. Uh, it's like precision scheduling or something like that. There is zero room for error in their schedule. So if one line is closed for like five, 10 days, I mean, pretty much a good chunk of the entire Northeast United States would be, you know, a, a, a like a standstill for freight. Uh, so the police then made the hasty decision to vent and... It caught fire. So at no point was anyone with an environmental, like an environmental expert or even somebody with a chemistry degree was involved in this decision. Yeah, which uh, that's, and there's a lot of people that are speaking out that uh, have these degrees and they're fucking yeah. horrified. Yeah. The I mean, I, I don't even have a chemistry. I mean, I have, I have a year of college chemistry under my belt and a pretty good layman's understanding of chemistry. But like, this is, this will be once they finally get to having the EPA actually involved and they start releasing the actual information and not trying to do what seems like a, a cover-up, this will be the first ecological disaster on American soil. Like, this is this is essentially going to be like our own Chernobyl. I don't... Well, I, that's strong, because, I mean, in the Gulf, right, there was a giant oil spill that happened. That's right, but the Gulf big. is in American soil. That's international waters. This is the this is the first one on American territory in the country. Like Three Mile Island was uh, a radiation leak and was a you know there's Superfund sites and stuff, but not to the like ecological disaster level. Like we're talking about 
you know, there's now that now everything is coming back, coming out, people are going home and going back to that area. They're complaining about like having uh, breathing problems, their eyes and skin are burning. Uh, there have been livestock found Dying. dead well, at farms. There's wild animals. There have been fish kills. See, that's like, but that's what I'm I'm concerned about. Is there's pe- like I, the thing is I don't know what's real and what's not real. But I, mean, I saw something a video today of a lady that had a bunch of chickens ten miles away from where this yep. occurred, and they're fucking dead. Right now, they're saying that. I mean, in in a a. a conservative estimate 10 mile radius is essentially like ideally a no-go fuck man that's so crazy more like thinking ahead you're talking about this has been burning for roughly i believe 10 days will will you pull will you will you share the screen i want to see where if it's still burning because well didn't it it, no whatever's burning didn't that have this train to my knowledge this this derailment what happened like two two three days ago? No, this happened about a week ago. So, this okay. happened a week to did ten this, days. Did ago. this happen? Are you shitting me? Because this is just no. now hitting the media. I saw this on no, Twitter. No, it's been on. I I saw I saw about it probably about a day or two after. Yeah. Within within seventy two hours, I saw Twitter like a lot of tweets from a lot of environmental people about it. But there has been an absolute media blackout. Well, t- well not until like a, until a, a today. Near, near blackout. Until yeah, today. until very re- until yeah. and even still, right now, there's still there's like there are small people writing about it, and there are some like I saw NBC write about it in the last week and I saw CNN write about it, but it was extremely heavily downplayed and following only the company line of not the now. water is safe. The air is fine. So that's, I haven't, I have not checked up on the news this morning. So I so checked up I, on I, it. I, can't speak I to checked that. up on it this morning. It's on CNN. You can find it. People are, t- it, was, it was on the, mm-hmm. when I was at the gym, it was on, it was, it was like kind so of a leading is, story, but this is, it's so it's this, still this burning right here. This is, this is drone. This is from six days ago. Drone footage of it from a uh, from WBNS uh, ten, which is a Central Ohio uh, news news channel. Um, so it's it, still burning. It's it's been burning for at least a week now, and so and it probably second, John, will burn for about another month. So, and for the folks just listening, so we're, we got drone footage here, and there's I don't know probably seven or eight of those tanker cars that you would see on the, on the oh, rail lines, right? That. Well, those are definitely more than that. Uh, let's, let's, yeah. let's count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, uh, 14, like, 15, there's like, 16, there's, 17. Maybe 20. <laughs> the 20 drone the is t- slowly crawling 20, down the railroad yeah, 20, tracks. Oh, there's every, way more. Than, oh, shit. Was every this an frame, entire, more. It looks like yes. an entire yeah. uh, locomotive. So, full, hold on, John. An entire yeah. locomotive of basically tanker cars, right? Chemical and cars. It, it, yep. So chemical cars that are all on fire. Oh, it looks like we got a few dry van mm-hmm. trailers here that are that are all yep. on fire. Um, this was taken six days. It, it seems to be smoldering Correct, right yeah. now. But all yeah. all of so this, this was, is this was on the eighth. So about yeah, six oh, days man, ago. That's so. Let me see if I can find another one, um, more recent. But. That, so more that more that has come out about this too is besides the fact that at no point were environmental or chemical even knowledgeable people involved in the initial decision to do this rash venting to save money it, the train was improperly loaded all of the weight was on the back of the train or the most weight was on the back third of the train so 
if you know anything, I mean, you know about freight. Yeah. And I know a little bit about freight from having driven, you know, large trucks. You have to balance your weight, and especially when it's liquid, which under pressure, vinyl chloride is a liquid. So, all of those chemical cars are all liquid. That liquid, when you when that train tries to stop, that back end's going to keep going. Well, so, but this is, and I want to look at that. If you can send me a little bit of literature, because to me, that mm-hmm. just does not seem, having worked with a lot of uh, intermodal companies in my mm-hmm. tenure as a freight broker, it doesn't seem like that that's a mistake that they would make. Like I'm So the I'm, thing that I have I've read from like a lot of uh railroaders on the like on Reddit in the same uh same forums that uh I just posted all of my links in the chat for you. Um <clears throat> the thing that I've heard from railroaders is that this this incident the larger the larger thing of it is that because the train was unloaded, a lot of people are saying that they uh, they didn't load the train properly because what happened is with the precision scheduling system that they use, there is like zero margin for error. So if you you got to make deadlines, if you don't, the entire like an entire line's worth of stuff will will back up. So they don't have the time to put in the dedicated time to actually rearrange cars and make sure everything is done safely to prevent this. Like for instance, this morning there was another massive derailment in Houston. I know I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. So, and this is, I think to be honest, so take out the ecological disaster and environmental issues, right? I think that there is a, a blanket wide blackout on this that the feds are trying to do because the this would not have happened if they had done any of the things that the railroad uh, the railroad unions had been asking in the contract negotiations over the last six months. If those a lot of those things that a lot of uh, were were asked were safety related to make sure that there was time to ensure cars were properly rigged and that trains were properly like order load i don't know what you would call it like you know reordered so that the weight is distributed it's called block, safely. blocking embracing primarily right is yeah. what they're the but I, when it comes to um hazmat you know i'm not mm-hmm. uh, i'm not as familiar with the requirements of these of, of no, like what I, the tanker cars I don't, are and how they're loaded. i don't know what they are either all i have read is that a lot of people have said that this is not an uncommon thing that they see all over the country because they don't have time so what you're seeing is a what is besides you know a potential like earth-wide implication uh environmentally and then you have the federal government being embarrassed after forcing how many now how many contracts have they forced on these guys there's been like four rounds of negotiations that I can remember at least from September let's say six that yeah, four to six that have been like shut down by the executive directly by the executive branch and forced into the contract, which is like the only one of the few uh, we've talked about that with uh, how many people the one of the few uh, industries that can have that happen. And well, it's because it has have, to do with na- it's it's a national security national ma- security. Mesh. You have to have but rails then, open. Yeah, and then you know. Partnered to that, the B side of that that record is that you have decades going back to the Reagan administration of deregulation and 
essentially pulling the teeth out of every federal agency that has anything to do with safety or environmental concerns. Like the EPA was largely toothless even before the last Supreme Court uh, round of rulings and now is completely toothless. Yeah, but I mean, they're pretty incompetent as it is by like saying that things were safe before they right. could even test it. But why it. were they incompetent? They've been incompetent because they've been destroyed over the past, you know, 40 odd years since the early 80s. Like this is this is what happens when like no one's talking about like we need like you know UK level regulations of things where if you want to build a you know build a barn on your property you have to get planning council you have to get environmental reports ecological reports you know archaeological you have to get like comments and shit but just some amount of hey is this you know is this horribly toxic chemical going to spill and make an entire region unlivable hold on i'm can you go back a little bit about when uh, you were talking about building something on your what did you say oh i'm i was just saying like you know no one is wanting the kind okay. of like incredible <clears throat> amounts of regulation that you don't even have the freedom to move but like what the railroad is asking for is you know relaxing the schedules enough so that they can actually do the safety things that they're required instead of just like blowing through them so that you can, you know, check the things off the list and get the freight down the road. Because, I mean, you have this literally Norfolk Southern pressured the police to make a decision so that they could clear the lines as fast as possible and lose as little money and profit. So it's, it's disgusting. We have to, I want to substantiate that, but I, I definitely, there is, there's, I definitely think there is some truth to that. I'm curious what I what I find most disturbing and and for anyone listening don't fucking trust anybody. If 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 something like this happens in your neighborhood or whatever, get the fuck out. Do not go back to your homes. No. Because I just feel like people have been lied to saying, yeah. "Oh, it's oh, no. it's okay people... to go back to your homes and like yep. all of a sudden like they they these tests come come back and um mm -hmm. i think to my knowledge and i and, and maybe maybe pull this up so we can make sure i'm not talking out of my ass the tests come back and and it's not safe to be in your homes it's not safe to be in this area but you were told you could go back i mean uh, the, the ramifications the, probably with cancer with i mean this is seeping into so, the water levels like dude this so is one fucking of, bad this is so okay so here's here's what what i know right Vinyl chloride, precursor to PVC. Vinyl chloride, when dispersed into the atmosphere as a gas, is toxic, but it, it's, it disperses and it's like you, don't need, you can't be in the immediate area when it's happening, mm -hmm. but it disperses to non-toxic levels quickly. It's not good for the environment in any way, but it's a manageable thing that if, if that happens. When, when vinyl chloride is burned... One of the byproducts of that is dioxins. Dioxins are probably in the S-tier class of some of the most carcinogenic substances known to mankind. Mm -hmm. And those, those dioxins, aerosol dioxins, are mixing into the atmosphere. And so when they get into the atmosphere, another byproduct of vinyl chloride breaking down in, in, uh, in a, a, a heat reaction is a thermic reaction i think technically that would be is uh sulfuric uh sulfur or sulfuric acid and when that gets into the atmosphere and mixes with water 
I'm sure you've heard of acid rain before. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, I don't have, a, I haven't found official things, but I have seen many a picture from Reddit and from Twitter of people in Eastern Ohio and Western Pennsylvania that of their cars and of, of their houses and things around their house that have been burned by acid rain. So not only are you getting acid rain from this, you're releasing aerosol carcinogens in like unfathomable quantities into the atmosphere. Like this plume is visible from space. It's high enough that it's in the jet stream. So any of that stuff that falls, it's going into the soil. It will go into the immediate like surface level waters, which will then seep into the groundwater, which will then go into the aquifers. Like, if for anyone who do, isn't uh, super familiar with um, North American geography or American geography, this is in north uh, northeastern Pennsylvania, or I'm sorry, Ohio, right near the Pennsylvania border. the uh, The watershed of that entire region of the continent is the Ohio is is part of the Ohio River system. So it's the Ohio River Valley. All of the rivers pretty much either flow into the Great Lakes or into the Ohio River, which then flow into the Mississippi River. So we're talking about like contamination on prodigious levels that has the potential to damage an entire geological region's watershed. I don't know if permanently, but it would feel permanent from a human lifespan perspective. Outside of that, I mean... If you're exposed to this, I mean, the common routes of exposure are inhalation through skin mm-hmm. or eye contact, and some of the symptoms are going to be, you know, abdominal pain, gastrointestinal bleeding, an enlarged mm-hmm. liver. Um, you're going to get pale uh, or a bluish hue to your skin or most of your extremities. Um, and if you encounter it in liquid form, frostbite, um, and it's an occupational carcinogen. Carcin- carcinogen. Carcinogen, yeah. Thank you. Carcinogen. Say yeah. that one more time. Carcinogen. Carcinogen. Man, I couldn't, I had to get all tongue tied. Carcinogenic. There. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's not good. So everyone's going to get fucking cancer um, or intestinal bleeding in Palestine, Ohio. I just know, yeah. and I hope not. God this forbid. Is, this but. is going to be like not even so, again, set aside the environmental impacts from a human perspective. This is going to be like the size of this. So, so at not around 9 p.m. on the third was when this derailment happened. Uh, so this fire has been burning for going on 10 days now, and it's not going to stop for I would think at least another 10, potentially another two weeks. Also, um, the the human costs of this. This is going to be like. In the same way that uh, first responders to 9-11 dealt with asbestos poisoning, this is going to be, like, that times a thousand. Maybe. Like, I mean, think the think about, like, just, you went to college, you had to take some, some science classes. Like, those ecosystems are all connected, and they're, we're, we're 10 days out from this, 10, 11 days out from this. There are already fish kills and wild animals being found dead all over that area. Yeah, but, th- I mean, there's, I, I don't know 
what to do about that. I also wanted to comment on something just a second. Mm-hmm. There, this is definitely not the first ecological disaster in the United States. I just Flint, no, Michigan, of this scale, of this probably scale. of this scale. But like, yeah, yeah. Th- but this this is not the only one. I mean, there's okay. EPA Superfund sites in every state. Yeah, I thought I, I just want to clarify that we we were, no, yeah, we were, and, we were, and we I, were, I, I didn't make that clear. Stuff. This of this of this scale, like the the most comparable thing I can think is Chernobyl. Because, like, granted, you're dealing with radiation and you're dealing with other types of things, but this has the potential, if they actually handle this correctly, that they might have to abandon an entire town, an entire area, in the same ways that, like, in Appalachia, they've had to abandon towns from underground coal seam fires. I think you're going to have to. I really do. Just just to err on the side. Like, I, I don't know the damage that's been done. Uh, I, I don't think anybody does. I, I, what I am, I guess what we should, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is this. Mm-hmm. It's disturbing that this wasn't like reported on when this occurred. Uh, I was, right. I, I saw it on Twitter and in some of the deep recesses <clears> of the <throat> internet. When, and I knew you were all over it and we kind of, t- we mm-hmm. kind of chatted about it. And today, and how long, when did this first happen, John? Just so we're clear. Feb- uh, the evening of February 3rd. So this happened <laughs> Eleven days ago. Eleven days ago, and so, the fire started within the first day, within so the first twenty-four hours. It's taken eleven days for this to hit mainstream media. Like it's it's it's. I think the leading story on CNN, and, and we're recording this on Valentine's Day, so it's only going to intensify, um, and that's all I'm seeing. And so, I definitely think. Uh, and there's starting to be some articles about like, is this, or as was the government, was this trying, were people trying to cover this up? Because that's really what it fucking seems like at so this point in time. The, according to the EPA, the chemicals that there were 20 rail cars that were carrying hazardous chemicals, including vinyl chloride, butyl acrylate, uh, ethyl hexyl acrylate, and ethylene glycol, uh, monobutyl. Uh, with monobutyl ethers. Yeah, but so that's... these are these are all like precursor. A lot of these are precursor chemicals to plastics and other petrochemicals. But in their constituent parts, they're unbelievably toxic. Yeah, but that's that's just what we're finding out now. There's 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 reason to believe that there could be even more chemicals that we, we might find yeah. out about later. So like this. Yeah. We don't really know how bad this can get, and I don't. And like, uh, go ahead. And, and, and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, I don't know. I think the EPA is involved. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, and that's that's. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think they're they've been notified. They, they by are. Now. They are technically EPA and NTSB are doing investigations. Has there been a cleanup that started? I don't. I don't think they they can even start cleaning up at least on the 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 huge parts of the fire because it's too dangerous. There, I believe some of it has started, but I'm not sure about um, about the total of it. I know that like the on the twelfth, uh, so this is a, a Tuesday. So on Sunday, the EPA had said that they are they're level uh, monitoring levels of chemicals in the air, in the air and water, and they said that right now it's not at toxic levels, but you might be able to smell some strange odors in the air. If it's not at toxic levels for humans, humans don't really have a, a, a much of a toxicity difference than deer. You know, why are there? Why are all of the livestock dead? Why are the wild animals dead? Why are the if this is an if this is an air aerosol issue, 
why are why are there fish kills in the area you know yeah so uh, it, it, it's it's unbelievable like i'm looking at this right now i i think that we have to we need to we might need to clarify some stuff real quick i think if i'm if i'm i'm looking at the timeline john mhm so it looks like they weren't allowed people weren't allowed to return to their homes and then they right. were now allowed they're, they're then, starting to let people go back and then they back, were yeah. allowed to return to their homes and mm-hmm. and 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 now uh, i guess they I think tested, now it's a it's they, well they tested again and it's and it's not good so mm-hmm. people are leaving um so yeah, again. i just yeah so i i again there's a, a lot of moving parts folks there's a there's a whole lot of details and there are layers upon layers upon layers of stuff like pvc in in 2014 the since 2014 the epa has been trying to regulate pvc waste as being like hazardous and a persistent a quote persistent organic pollutant um which it was declared a persistent organic pollutant under the 2001 stockholm convention for the un which was about uh organic pollutants like uh plastics and petrochemical things kind of like uh like pvcs and what what's the other one that people are always worried about in uh in in water bottles um i can't remember what it what they're called there it's another type of plastic but they're like these are the forever chemicals that, that don't really go away once you put them into the environment um but the epa has had no power to actually do that because that you know corresponds right in there when when trump became president that they've had no ability to do that they've had everyone fighting them from every angle to do any kind of regulation just on the principle of don't regulate me and not like actually thinking like well maybe we should regulate things that will like kill all of us and the animals around and maybe our generations down the road too well i don't think well it's not i don't know if it's 100 percent fair to put the blame on senior trump because I mean, oh no, no, EP, no, no! Yeah. I'm not. I'm not blaming Trump. No, I'm not trying to blame. I'm trying to say that that course, like that timeline, corresponds with Trump being in the White House, and you remember how much of a like hard on he had for going after the EPA. Um, I mean, every every Republican and conservative has been obsessed with the EPA since they passed the Clean Water Act in the '80s, and that was just gutted in the last Supreme Court round. Um, like this is. This is this is an extremely complicated situation where there isn't really one party directly that is responsible. There is for the immediate disaster, but then there are threads going back decades to things that contributed to this situation that made it, you know, much worse or even would have prevented it from happening in the first place. Like even the train derailment yeah potentially john can you do some digging real quick on Mm -hmm. i just want to make sure that people are allowed to actually return home because i'm Uh, i'm getting a bunch i'm getting a mixed kind of a mixed bag of things so according to the new york times right immediately after the derailment 1500 to 2000 residents of east palestine were evacuated the schools were closed for a week uh on the 6th they extended the evacuation order to include anyone in a a one by two mile area surrounding the town in ohio and over the border into pennsylvania uh on the 8th 
The governor of Ohio announced that residents were permitted to return home after air quality samples uh, had been measured and showed contaminants low, low, uh, below levels of concern. And the East Palestine water treatment plant said that it had not seen any adverse effects. Um, so since, since the 8th, around the 8th, people have been allowed to go home. But because the EPA keeps saying that there's nothing wrong, it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's so sketch, but bro. Let's be let's be real. What like what ecological kind of like chemical spill like this in the United States has happened where the EPA has been like, okay, everybody, we're fucked. Get out. It's this is not safe. Like the only time they've ever done that is with Three Mile Island because it was radiation. You know, if if I'm living in East Palestine right now, <laughs> I'm out, dude. I just, dude, I can't. I'm out and I'm getting out for good. I just, I can't trust someone that works for the government telling me that it's safe to go home. I couldn't. I would want independent testing. I yeah. definitely. I, I just. In, there's no fucking way, dude. There's this is this is the, the type of shit that you read about. Well, it's the type of shit that you read about twenty years from now. They're burnt like they're yeah. having mount burn pits with the no no uh, no the like their kids are. There's a, oh, yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of like uh, birth defects and shit that are happening. There's probably going to be like weird four-eyed fish. I, I just Everybody's dude, there's no have fucking endocrine way. Endocrine system issues. Yeah, you got to get good. out of there. There's no, you can't yeah. trust any. Uh, there's and there's I some sort the, of factor the that they're not taking into consideration. Yeah, the preponderance of evidence. You know, regardless of how you feel about you know federal regulation or the federal government, right? There has to be some sort of governing body that says this is not safe because this is an incredibly hazardous chemical. You're rolling through residential areas. You've got to make sure that it is contained in the event of some sort of a derailment or spill or an accident. And we know that like a lot of like this is not the only regulating and industry this is just another thing another notch in the belt for this type of thing that's been happening over the past like 10 years or so the everybody got so hot regardless of political affiliation on deregulating 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 because the market will fix it the market will handle it here's the market the market is Norfolk Southern saying, clear the lines at all costs. We can't afford to lose this. And this is what happens instead of taking the time to make sure that an entire town wasn't poisoned. You know, I, I've seen, you know, the EPA keeps saying that the water is safe and the air is safe. But I keep going back to the, how are all of the animals in the area dying? Know, or man. at least a, a large proportion of them. Because that doesn't just happen if there isn't some sort of, like, a pathogen or a contaminant or something. But like, we, we also have... And the, the way they're playing fast and loose with it, 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 it's not classified information to know what these chemicals are. You can take 10 minutes on Wikipedia to find out what they are, what they're made of, what they become, what they break down into, what they're used for, how they're regulated. Well, sh you I know, mean, I found this that is, information. This is total layman here. You, you can know? find that. Yeah, I found all that information on the CDC. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of crazy. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I mean, this is like, I see EPA, I see fucking Pete Buttigieg on, on Twitter being like, oh, you know, DOT is, you know, really taking this seriously and investigating. It's like, well, then why did you let a fucking local cop make the decision to start a chemical fire? You know, like at what point 
at what point do we actually like want to make sure that the country is safe? Dude, you know, oh, I don't know how you. I really don't know how you stop that. Like that's you. You have to. You stop that by like putting like having having procedures in place that everybody knows and is trained on. That when something like this with this class of chemical that grind to a halt, contain until somebody with a fucking college level experience in chemistry is involved. Well, even even like a fucking TA you, from freshman you, level chemistry you, could tell you, you don't well, do well, that. Well, time out. You do have that with. On all of these tankers, uh, and I'm, now I'm going to get a kind of, you have placards, right? And these are all hazmat shipments. Now I can, I can really speak with a deeper level of knowledge um, with this over the road when it comes to intermodal, which is essentially on, on a train, right? Yeah. I, I'm a little train less, truck, right? I'm a little less knowledgeable. But there are definitely placards, and there's definitely numbers and agencies that you can call if a did, like something like this happens. Like I, I you know, right. in the past, I've had but just because well, there on, are, I've had incidents where I had, I, I have had a bit of a, a very minor. Uh, sort of a has, hazmat ordeal. And there was companies, there was a company that I was able to call that came out and, and during a shipment that I was a, a, a broker on. There was a company that we were able to call and they were able to get it cleaned up. And, you know, it was great. Um, mm -hmm. on, on a situation like this, you know, you have a cop. Uh, I don't know where he gets the information to, 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 to vent it or the, the agency. I'm not 100% sure. But things go wrong. It's like, it's, it's, if you, if I'm thinking about it, it's it's kind of one of those like Murphy's Law, like everything oh, that yeah. could have went wrong definitely went wrong. So, and the, w the way that I'm looking at it is like, I don't I don't necessarily blame the local police, right? They're out of their depth on this. The issue I have is that okay, so this happens. Obviously, local police are going to be the first there. They need to contain, and then they need to run it up the flagpole real fucking high and fast. Because you have, this isn't just like, you know, a little spill. This is a huge spill. And also the company involved that's trying to, uh, you know, move this along down the road so they can get back to business is a $5 billion a year company, Norfolk Southern. Like, so this isn't some mom and pop outfit. This is one of the, f what, what, four railroad companies there are in the United States? Something like that? Yeah. Um, or major, major ones, at least. There's, on, that there's wanted only this like cleared, four or five. Yeah. They wanted this cleared fast so that they, they could minimize loss. This is all just a money thing. And it's, it, it's, it's just disgusting. It's more, this is more of the issue that you see with like, that I, that I preach about constantly on this show and everywhere is that you keep going back to the fact that there is, there's nothing to check these people from doing whatever because they it's not like just a thought there is concrete evidence and like a litany of examples practical examples of them prioritizing profit over everything and when you have you have nothing but greed fueling what you do you will put everyone at risk to make sure that your bottom line is done and that's happening in every industry because everything's owned by like 60 companies yeah. Or less. So they're they're definitely part of the big eight uh, of the railroad, like the major railroads in the United States. Mm -hmm. The the one thing they, I think they 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 have the lines, they have the rights to the lines in the north. Oh, for I sure, think. yeah. And then there's yeah. Union Pacific that's out west, but but mm -hmm. 
they don't want this to happen. Like this, oh, this sure, could no. essentially put them out of business forever. Yeah, and right? to be honest, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, n- you know, it would be a bad thing. I mean, it would be a bad thing for a lot of people, but in the grand scheme of things, it would be good to have. It would lead, I would think, to a massive shakeup in how intermodal transportation is handled in the United States. That could lead to like a lot of things that need to be changed. I mean, yeah, I don't. Again, I I can't speak to the safety and how the blocking and bracing, and 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 I can't speak to the ins and outs of of uh, mm. what the schedules are on the tracks. But I'm sure that I'm sure that the the one positive thing is, is there's going to be changes made because stuff like this, you know, it can't happen. This can't happen. Like this is no, like, this is yeah. this is going to displace it can't families. Even happen once. These are this is going to displace families. It's gonna it's 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 terrible for the environment and and, and who knows? You know, I, again, I don't know. We're, we're I definitely think we're going to be feeling the ramifications uh, of this for a long time. It's just it's, this is going to be one of those things that in like twenty five years, when you know stuff is declassified or more information comes out after you know people involved start retiring or dying or anything like that, that there's going to be some big shit. I think. Oh, dude, because there's so just, much of the shit getting covered up right it, now. None of none of none of this adds up, right? Like <clears throat> the cover up obviously benefits the railroad companies, the authorities, and the federal government, right? Oh, yeah. If I'm if I'm Nor- so, if I'm Norfolk Southern right now, I am upping my campaign donations. For panic. I'm, no, I'm upping my campaign do- con- yeah, donations yeah, yeah. to everyone in Ohio yeah. that's going to back me. Exactly. I am spending an exorbitant amount of money to keep people quiet, maybe to buy up mm-hmm. land as well, because it's going to be cheaper for me to silence people than it would be to and actually I mean, deal with what's going on. Anyone the, the that was companies are like essentially a, a limb of the federal government, you know, or actually a better way to put it is that the federal government is a limb of the railroad cartel. Well, I don't well, listen. I don't, I don't know if there's like a giant, like these companies are their transportation companies. I know uh, like, sure. I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, Joe Schmo freight broker in, you know, bumfuck Oklahoma. I'm no. talking about like on the top end. I know. know. I know. But I mean, essentially like, you know, they're, I mean, and they, I, it's just, it's, 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 it is, it is too cosmically perfect that something of this degree, not, not, not even counting that there was like the other train derailment, the huge one that happened in Houston yesterday or today, um, that this, this is all happening when like, you know, a railroad, stuff and railroad politics is not normally a popular topic or something that's talked about widely. Uh, but in the recent past, it has because people are starting to take more interest in the labor movement again. And these, like a lot of the factors in this disaster are topics that have been fought to change in the railroad contracts that the feds will not let them do or won't even entertain because it would cause them to lose money. Not a lot. It wouldn't be the end of the world, but for maybe a couple years, their profits might be down like 15, 20%. And you can't do that with shareholders because if the shareholder sees you're losing 20%, they're dumping their, they're dumping their money out. You know, it's, it's just, it's that it's a feedback cycle. You know, I think, but I think that this is probably going to have shit changed. Like, I, 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 I feel hope like so. I really hope so. 
And let's actually let's actually look. Um, let's see. It's interesting too, because because like I didn't know this until last night when I was doing like trying to get like a lot more research ready for the show for this. Um, I didn't know this that six um, percent, excuse me, six percent of Norfolk Southern is owned by BlackRock, which is the you know. Well, there's 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 Black Rock, and there's Black Gate. Well, let's well that are like the two largest uh, private investment funds in the United in the world right now, and are heavily invested in in everything. Like yeah. they own everything, and, yeah, well, and not just a like they've got money in it. They own significant portions of like everything that well, matters, including well, single family housing. Yeah, but before we before we get too far into that. Um, mm-hmm. realm. We also need to talk about well, their stock price is still doing pretty well, boys. So on the Rick's I will, mind, I will say yesterday when I looked, when I looked, uh, Norfolk Southern was it was valued at over five billion, and today it's valued at four point eight. Yeah, the, so well, it's it's down a bit. Things are happening, but it's uh, it's it's two hundred and thirty five dollars a share. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a good, it's going to be a good it's going to be a good buy if it if it dips below the two hundred. Uh, I feel like that's going to be. So here's your three largest shareholders in uh, in Norfolk Southern. You have Vanguard, which is another massive private equity firm that owns 8.01%. You have BlackRock, which owns 6.8%. And you have JP Morgan Chase that owns just about 5%. Like those are three of the worst companies in in American history. In terms of their activities and their, I mean, J.P. Morgan Chase just basically uh, launders money for every drug lord in the world. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm just looking at. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. It's, I'm so focused. It's astonishing. It is astonishing, but I mean, it's a good. It's a good bet. It's these. It's like. You would want to. Oh, have I mean, this I'm not talking portfolio. about like. Oh yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Th- this is part of the reason why, you know, you know, when you don't have regulation, is because when people deregulate stuff, they're like, well, they're not going to do things that would be horrible and immoral. It's like, of course they are. They're not going to do things that are immoral because these companies, they're companies. They don't have a ethical or moral system. They are amoral. Their morality is. Profit and loss, shareholder reports, that that market share. That's it. it. It's it's so agnostic from or atheistic from any sense of any ethical or moral system where there's some sort of accountability because all that matters is money, money, money. Well, you have to have some some semblance of like social currency, right? Like you can't sure. just be like a fucking an evil company, you know, you, you still want to sell, you still want to sell shit. I mean, shit, I'm sure BlackRock will, you know, fucking turn their logo, you know, rainbow colored in June, just like the rest <laughs> of them and go back to trying so to kill gay you, people I'm the next month. So like, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I mean, this this is just more of the, like, all of these companies, this isn't new, like, pick any any kind of example where, like, giant faceless company does horrible thing 
they don't think they're doing horrible things because there's no one person that's accountable. It's like a million people running these stupid companies. It's, it's, it's impossible to hold these assholes accountable, not only because of the amount of power and control that they wield over every part of the system from top to bottom, but just from the fact that, like, who was it? Was the CEO the one who made the call? Was it the CTO? Was it some intern? So, but Like, who fucking knows? I want to, like, go back... Really quick on something you just said. You said, right, you're upset mm-hmm. about the lack of regulation, right? Just the lack of the lack of preparedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then but then you just you also stated that these corporations and stuff like they control the system, right? Like the government. Pretty much. And whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So isn't like regulation just a bunch of bullshit that these these corporations well, and stuff yeah. are going to pay it's, their so way it's a, out. So it's of? a two pronged, it's a multi pronged issue. Where yes, I say regulation, but in order to actually have effective regulation, you have to neuter the control that these companies have. You have to go back to a time before Citizens United was passed, which was the Supreme Court decision that made corporations equal to individuals yeah, for terrible. both political political donations and also for human rights. Uh, you have to go back before, uh, you know, the 2022 Supreme Court uh, cycle where the EPA actually has the ability to regulate the, you know, safety of the natural resources of the country. You have to go back. I mean, this is like a, a situation we have to go back to, like the 1960s, 70s, where they were making headway into trying to make things safe and livable before uh, Reagan and his cadre of, you know, evangelical crazy people who were obsessed with nothing but, you know, free markets because market's sake for environment, for just for, for maximizing profit, you know, there, there's, we're so far down the road from being in a place where like regulation could a exist and b be effective that like, it's going to be a Herculean task to actually accomplish something that could prevent the, you know, like preventing the actual just derailment seems like a pretty simple thing, you know, put more effort into safety, more into training, make sure the cars are or ordered correctly, balanced correctly. But like, we're talking about having to, you're, I mean, any semblance of, of change for this issue has to come from the top. But as you just pointed out, the top is essentially just these companies because a it's a revolving door of whatever regulating body with the private companies that are doing this. And then it's just the amount of money that these companies wield can they, I mean, they're donating like they're all these companies are like the top donors for everyone, regardless of what color, you know, blue team, red team doesn't matter. You know, you're going to look at the top 10 donors lists from, you know, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, and you're probably going to find eight of the same companies, you know, like these, these people don't care about politics. They don't care about, you know, the state of the country, the future of the country, the safety of just literally being able to breathe the air. All they care about is how do we get control of the situation to maximize our profits? I would, uh, I would agree with you. Um, but I, I just... I always, I'm always like, I feel like at least with these, 
little uh, to a, a, a much less degree transportation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, transportation companies have probably the most power. Mm-hmm. Even like Especially independent, like, even companies. like Jimmy Hoffa, right? Who united the truckers at one point in time, which is fucking the Teamsters, right? Oh yeah, slowed yeah. Oh, yeah. like one of the most powerful men in America. That no one knows how he died, right? Wonder why yeah. they never found his body, shit, dude. <laughs> which is crazy, yeah. but like a. Thinking about it, like transportation, especially rail rail companies, they have a lot of power. Oh yeah, they're the they're they the have quiet like near power monopolistic behind. power. Oh, they definitely are. There's only there's only eight of them, I think. And I think I'm pretty sure that there's. I want to say that there. I know that there are like four major ones. No, there's like eight. And it no, used, there's there's eight. It used to be more, but like places like uh, like uh, there was uh, there's Norfolk Southern. There's, There's BSNF, Canadian National, Canadian Pacific, CSX, mm-hmm. yeah, CSX, so Kansas Southeast. City Southern, which is small, and then Norfolk Southern. Mm-hmm. Those are the two smaller ones. And then Union Right, Pacific. but a lot of these companies are owned by parent companies. Uh, so, like, the Western Railroads, I'm pretty sure Union Pacific is owned by the same company that owns the Santa Fe Railroads in the Southwest. I don't know if there is a Santa Fe Railroad, buddy. Well, I mean, there was, and then it got bought by somebody and, you know, became like, you know, Santa Fe, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I would need a different tool to actually. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Find this. Let's see. We need like Hoover's. You might have to search on Hoover's. Hoover's? What? It's a business. It's a different tool. Oh, okay. So the major operators in the United States are Amtrak, which is the federal government, yeah, fuck them. BNSF Railroad, Canadian National, Canadian it's, Pacific, yes. CSX. So I, I just I just listed this for you. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I remember reading about this. Uh, so th- oh, here we so go. They have BNSF and Union Pacific are the same company. They have a duopoly on the Western, Midwest, and Southern United States railroads. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, there's there's an insane amount of what? So wait, me. say that one more what? time. Did you say Southern Pacific? So BNSF, the Canadian National, and uh, Union Pacific are a duopoly. They they control basically all of the lines west of like Illinois. Yeah. So, like, we don't really have, you know, for a country that preaches, like, you know, free market, uh, this is nothing new either. The railroads have had, like, you know, stranglehold control over the movement of goods in this country since the railroads were built in the the 1800s, you know? They're the, like, how many industries can, can the executive branch of the government just say, no, go to work, you know? Oh, but there's a good, for good, with a good reason, though. You know, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, there's good, there's good reason behind it, but you're seeing what happens when you ignore the good reason in the, in the contract negotiations. Besides the, the basic moral quandaries of paying people enough money to survive for their labor, you know, allowing them to have time to go to the doctor 
health insurance. Okay, well, well, they, well, they have, labor conditions. They, they have health insurance. They they have a livable. They wage. do have health insurance, they get paid a but wage they don't more. really have the ability to take time no, off for to sure. plan ahead sure. because of the yeah. because of the but, way they schedule. Yeah, but people, I want to make this you know? very very clear: people that work on the railroad are not fucking poor. Oh yeah, they make. They oh make no, they're bank, not poor. Okay? They're not yeah. poor, but they deserve to make more. That's the yeah. point: is they they make bank, but they haven't gotten a raise no, for sure. in line with inflation for decades. For sure, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I, I want to like I, no one's no one's. I'm not trying to say that like you know the rail po, woe is woe is the poor railroader engineer, you know. But like woe is the railroad engineer. You work for a railroad, you're essentially a corporate serf. You know, you don't really have a whole lot of control over your life. You got to go to work when you go to work, and I'm and I'm pretty certain that in that whole zone, that there are levels to which like there are the haves and the have-nots, and there's a good portion of like the your kind of like working class railroaders who are you know the engineers that drive the trains, and the ones who work in the yards and load the cars, arrange the cars. We're, we're John. You know, we're so far. In we're the so far. We, in the we weeds. have to get out. Like you, you, <laughs> so you're on. Is this on, the portion of the show have, where we go to the crazy stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah. I would like to get into the crazy, but you, yeah. you are oh, full yeah. on like Marxist fucking. Let's overturn the government. Let's have a let's have a war. You're you're there right now, and I, mean, I like I don't it. Want a war, but you know, I like it. I wouldn't mind a but functional I, government. But That'd I, be cool. I, well, dude, you need to. You have you have. I need you to come over to anti-government side more. Oh, I am anti-government. Yeah. Anti, you're more of a. But anyways, reg- I'm anti-government, but I also want the government to exist to make sure that a major corporation doesn't, you know, poison a state. That's not going to happen. You know, it's <laughs> not going to happen. It in uh, a whole lot of the world, it it doesn't happen as much. I mean, so maybe. there is something to be said for re- some some amount of reasonable regulation. I mean, maybe, maybe know? not. But then you have these other governments too, like you know, like the Germany that cozied up to the Russians and they're fucked. And then you've got oh, God, you've like got Canada, whole... which everyone yeah. seems to like to point to, but like they're yeah. the, the guy that's up there is kind of real fucking tyrannical and is is violated liberties weird, and frozen assets, frozen assets of people. Mm-hmm. So it's all you know here. Oh, yeah, here's it's. It's shitty, There's not really a good country out there. There right isn't, now. dude. There isn't. No. There's not a good country. All governments Maybe are Peter bad. Peter Thiel will get his sea land and we can go live on boats Pe- in the middle of the ocean. Say that one more time. Peter? Peter Thiel is obsessed with... The, he's, he's, I mean, you know who, who? Peter Thiel I, yes, is. Yes, I do. For, if why? you don't know who Peter Thiel is, he's an incredibly wealthy uh, businessman, like one of the top 50 wealthiest people. Um, he, uh, what, he owns... Uh, it's a security company... It's not Theranos. That's what I want. It's uh, it's something when you hear it, you've heard of it. Uh, it's like a big government contractor. They do a lot of security, security software. Um, they're essentially kind of like a private arm of the CIA. Um, but he made all of his money in tech venture capital. Like he was, the, he was the other guy, the actual one who who started PayPal, not Elon Musk. That's um, right. He he and a lot of other libertarian billionaires are obsessed with this idea um, of seasteading. Or because all of the land on the earth outside of what's been treated, uh, you know, as non-claimable, like Antarctica, uh, is claimed, that the idea is to build essentially floating cities in the middle of international waters where they can, you know, live their unregulated Ayn Rand libertarian dream. I'm surprised you haven't heard no, of Seasteading. I know, before. I know of Peter Thiel, and I've not heard of mm-hmm. of uh, 
seasteading, and that's I think that's something we're gonna have to look into. It's 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 kind of crazy. It doesn't look fun. Uh, Palantir is the name of his company. Sorry. Really? That's right. Is... He's the chairman of Palantir, uh, the president of Clarium Capital. He's a partner in the Founders Fund, and he's the chairman chairman of Valor Ventures. Well, that's interesting. I'll have to check this. In another capital, he's he's a he's an odd bird. He's got a uh, a BA and a uh, a law degree from Stanford. He's hyper conservative and Republican, but he is also he's gay. Gay. Yeah. Yeah. Which he didn't. So in his defense, he didn't come out uh, publicly. He was outed forcibly by the website Gawker probably about ten years ago, ten or fifteen years I mean, ago. But I think there's 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 definitely like a lot of gay conservatives. Oh yeah. For sure. Oh sure, sure. But you know he's. I mean he's safe because he has more money than God, so no one can touch him. Uh, and he's he's part of the the group that's buying up housing and stuff in um, in New Zealand. To, oh, for the away from climate, for climate change. change and stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. wow. Um, but you know, hey, when you've got you know seven point one nine billion dollars, uh, you know, who gives a shit about gay rights? You know, if you're gay or not, they can't touch you. So yeah. it's just a you know another billionaire. <laughs> Who deserves to be a head shorter? He's 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 uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not like super. I'm not as anti billionaire as you are. I'm not anti billionaire on the principle of you got a billion dollars. I don't care. I'm not anti wealth. You know, I'm anti doing bad things with your wealth and accru- accruing wealth through immoral and unethical means. That is my, that is, I'm not like, you know, just on principle, like the millionaires and billionaires need to be taken down. You know, it's more of like, if you've got a billion dollars, you're fine. Step the fuck out of politics and let the people who would actually affect, you know, run the show. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know if we'll ever, we'll ever see that. But in, in oh, another, no. another news. <laughs> um, aliens, dude. Al- aliens. Yeah, is, I came, is, I came prepared. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for the crazy part of the Did show. they shoot down... Two UFOs. Um, allegedly, Sunday, they shot uh, they shot down an octagonal metallic shaped object with no visible signs of propulsion and strings hanging from it over Lake Huron. That's yeah, dude. Like in uh, it was the 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 Air Force, the U.S. Air Force, and so NORAD was tracking it on Friday. Uh, it was tracked as, I don't know, I can't remember if they said it was moving or it was just floating around. All they said was sensitive military installations. And what I know of the military in Montana is that that is where the stealth bombers are uh, stationed. And uh, there's a hell of a lot of nuclear... uh, Silos and shit. Yeah, nuclear missile silos and just like weapons storage because there's fucking nothing in Montana. Um they said that they shot it down, but so far the only people they've done press conferences and everything, um, but they haven't found anything. And it's awfully fishy that the official word as to why they haven't found it comes from uh, I can't remember her name. I can look it up. She's a, a U.S. House Representatives member who is also a former CIA employee that said that choppy water in Lake Huron was preventing the recovery. Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Is what it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So this goes back. This goes back to the Chinese balloon thing last week, that like or a week and a half ago. Just the, the, I think so. I uh, so here's I guess let's cover let's cover the the order of events, right? So a week ago, so let's get dates. Today is the 14th. On the third, around the third, China detected a metallic unidentified object off of their coast in the South China Sea, and they tracked it. I don't think they engaged it, but then they lost it. And then on the <clears throat> the fifth. There was another spherical metallic object with no visible signs of propulsion detected over Alaska. They tracked it, and then I think it just, it, they lost it. And then the 10th, which was this past Friday, they believe this same object that was shot down over Lake Huron was over Montana. And then Sunday, they allegedly shot it down. And so what I, I have heard, or what I've read is that uh, NORAD said that after the Chinese balloon thing happened, they didn't detect it because it, that balloon flies it or it floats at 90,000 feet, which is essentially the edge of the atmosphere. So it's like basically in a low Earth orbit. Mm -hmm. it, most radar doesn't go that way. But the reason they didn't detect it was because the radar was calibrated to not detect things at that size or at that height. And so after that, NORAD said that they they quote took the filters off of their radar and suddenly now we're detecting all these very small very fast moving things all over the place yeah. and these all of the things that all of the, the 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 sightings that NORAD and the and the feds have said that they've been tracking over the past 2 weeks all are in line with the things that like all the declassified things that fighter pilots have seen. The, Commander the David thing. Fravor, all that shit. Yep. The Tic Tac thing. Yeah. I can't remember. It wasn't Fravor. It was someone else that like, I mean, how many times have you seen pictures oh, yeah. from fighter pilots just grab their phones when they're tracking these things and take a picture over their shoulder? Well, and there's this little, you know, orb floating well, in, the, in the sky. That's the craziest thing because what I heard is the fighter pilots that engaged it over uh, Michigan, I believe. Mm -hmm. Lake Huron. Yeah, Lake Huron. So north and of then, Michigan. And then the other crew that engaged it, uh, it, it in like uh, Alaska, uh, the Alaskan-Canadian border, they had different, differ, differing accounts of what the object was. Some of them were like it was a triangle mm. shape. Some of them some couldn't. Some said octagonal. Yeah, some said octagonal. Some, some, some were like I, we could, they all agree they couldn't see the, the type of propulsion. Um, the, the official one that NORAD put out in their statement was that it was metallic and octagonal with strings hanging from it. What the fuck, dude? So, so there's, there's several theories that I've seen, right? The, probably the most like grounded skeptical one is that this is some sort of a weather balloon that was like like these this chinese balloon that they found or something similar and that the strings were what were holding the payload and they broke because if you follow the way the jet stream has gone mm -hmm. recently from from you know saturday to sunday over montana goes right up over Lake Huron. So it, it could be a balloon that's just floating. However, if you think about the Chinese balloon that everybody and their mother from Alaska to South Carolina could have seen if they walked outside and took their took a picture, you could you could see it with the naked eye. It was just really small. How many pictures of that did we have? How many official like 
government videos of F-16s heroically blowing the shit out of a balloon off the coast of South Carolina did we get. And, and even pictures of the, the, you know, the dinghies pulling the balloon, you know, uh, pulling the balloon out of the ocean. We had tons of those, official and unofficial. Not one single picture has come out about this thing over Lake Huron. I know, man. And yeah, granted, it flew over uh, Michigan or um, Montana, which is not very populated, but it also flew over Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan to the point that they had um, AWACS circling, like doing search grids over Wisconsin and over Michigan. There were Isn't that uh, why they, cl- the other th- they closed the airspace. They closed the airspace. Yep. Over yeah, there Michigan. was a NOTAM issued uh, Sunday. They didn't give a reason. They just said defense defense activities over basically the entirety of Lake Huron. Exactly, and and part of like um, part of terrestrial Canada as well. Yes, which and isn't that like, ridiculous? That like. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we defend. I mean, we definitely defend Canada. I feel I mean, like we Canada's can we just of operate NORAD, with impunity yeah. over there. Space I mean, Nor- and shit? NORAD NORAD okay. is part of you know is Canada and the United okay, States. Okay. I think they. I'm pretty sure that they, in terms of operations, they equally handle everything. Okay. But like, it's you know it's based in Cheyenne Mountain in Wyoming or Cal- in Colorado. It's you know it's it's American geographically based, but I believe. Uh, especially when stuff, because the um, <clears throat> the one in in Alaska that they tracked, it was a re- a initially intercepted by F-16s, and then the Canadian Air Force joined in following when it crossed into Canadian airspace, yeah, and took the lead. And then I don't know what happened after that. So basically, but, and, and for those that don't know, NORAD stands for the North American Aer- Aerospace mm-hmm. Defense uh, Command. Yeah, yeah, and it's based out of. Cheyenne Mountain, which I is in Colorado, I think, or it's it's Colorado or Wyoming. It's basically a mountain that they cored out and made into a massive military installation that is like it has bunkers. It has that's one of the places that like if shit hits the fan, that's where all the important people go. Yeah, uh, I've yeah, got a has, suite there. Like the. <laughs> The fucking wild thing is that they're they're just like, oh yeah, we we turn the filters off on the fucking radar, and suddenly there's UFOs everywhere. See, but I mean, you know, doesn't isn't that doesn't that kind of make you feel like this that whole kind world? Of the whole world is just like just a giant pile of incompetence and fucking stupidity. Yeah. No, I mean, we're human. No, like know, we're dude. we are essentially apes that wear clothes and and know how to you know, smoke plants. I, I mean, right. either way, I definitely think, so, I mean, we've been saying this for years, like, I, I 100% think aliens are real, but it's kind of nice that now that we've turned the filter off, we're, we're seeing these, these bitches pop up on uh, the radar. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so anxious to figure out if they're going to recover the shit, you know? So, there was so in in all of these hearings um this i believe last week it was before the montana and lake huron stuff they had a public uh committee hearing in congress that then was followed by a closed door classified committee hearing and like when you put all of this together so there's a really great reddit subreddit that I just found recently doing all this research that's called uh, r slash UFOs oh, so UFOs yep. 
been on that. Oh, yeah. So it's like the skeptics UFO community. And there have been a lot of people um, posting uh, information from the public... Uh, I don't know what you would call it, uh, air, aerospace tracking, like the radar, the where you can see all the flights mm -hmm. uh, that are in the air. They put up, you know, you have to f display flight trackers for military jets and planes. But yesterday, there were uh, AWACS uh, running in holding in a hold a large holding pattern off the east coast of Maine that then flew off into Canada after a while, which. In Maine, there are uh, Air Force refueling stations. There were AWACS flying search grids over Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, there, two days or three days ago, there were Coast Guard clippers and AWACS fl flying and sailing search grids uh, off the coast, southwest coast of California. Uh, you know, China had this incident. They're, they're run in with something a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I think what's happening is that they recalibrated the radar to act accurately detect everything that they thought was just noise. Yeah. And it actually turned out to be things because now they've intercepted four of, or three of these things in a week. Yep. And like, I think everybody's paying attention because I mean, personally, I think the Chinese balloon thing is absolute horseshit. It is classic, uh, cold war agitprop. It's just, it's, I think it's a distraction to get people more jazzed on the idea of building up the military and spending money on defense. So I, I think you're right. I, I just can't imagine. It's, it seems super pol like political, but it also seems like it has one meaning and it's, it, it's to kind of unite us. Like, I can't believe they fucking did this. You know, I mean, like you this allegedly, like, what they said, they said that th there were three, Balloons that flew over Alaska when Trump was president. Yeah, but I was also really <laughs> I was also told that they didn't tell him that. Like I, when I looked yeah. at it, they didn't tell him because yeah. uh, they were afraid of what would happen, which is terrifying. You know, because like yeah. that's the fucking leader. <laughs> it's just like like that's a democratically fuck, what, elected leader. Like, is this he's, war? It's like is this war? I, I don't know. Just turn it off and we'll deal with it. You know, we, if something we blows can't, up. Listen, we can't tell Trump he's gonna freak out. But so that's not that's. I mean, to be good. honest though, that was probably the right call because you know that man would have had his. No, he's that always is not, has his finger on a war. That is not head. the right call at all. Like, the, dude, like that's deep state. Let the military handle that. That's the fucking head of... That's the commander-in-chief, man. Like, yeah, I, I, the thing is... Remember who the commander-in-chief was at the point either, at the time. Either we subscribe to, like, we... Like, he was democratically elected, and this is what the people want, and we should tell him, you know, and, and, and he should be consulted and talked to by different generals and whatnot. Like, whereas not telling him, like, that, that like... Not telling him was a bad idea. Yeah, no, that was kind of that was that was great. Fucking insane not surprising. to me. You know, I don't know. I don't surprising. know. I don't know whether that's true or not. I I, I don't know. Uh, I hope not. Probably is. I, I, probably is. But who knows? But like, I th I think honestly, like, if you look at like a lot of just the, you know, what was it like? So here is here's here's the most grounded skeptical take I can give on this, right? You look at all the history of UFO sightings, right? When they first started, everybody was like flying saucers, you know, flying circles, metallic objects, whatever, right? Correspond that with what, what was the, the like, now we know 
you know, 50 plus years on, what was the experimental aircraft that were being developed? Yeah. The Nazis were developing experimental aircraft that were, you know, uh, induction or what, what they would were, you call it? Like were, covering no, aircraft they were that jets, were man. flying saucer. Well, they were flying saucers, yeah. right? And then the United States tried to do that too. And we did. But then over the course of time, all of the, uh, the sightings turned to like, flying triangles and shaped lights wing shaped lights and then what came out about 20 years after that the stealth bomber right now not all of those obviously are that probably but i bet a good portion of them are right so now you're seeing like every like all of the most consistent consistent things i've seen at least in my research and just seeing random stuff of sightings has been metallic shaped like orbs uh, like or spheres or cubes or like the little pill things, right? All not showing any signs of visible signs of propulsion. I, I think, you know, this could be maybe not all of them, but I think it might be some sort of like black, black budget, highly, highly classified next, next, next generation type vehicle. Cause you have those instances of how long ago was it that the Navy published that or filed for that patent on uh, anti-gravity. The anti-gravity, anti-gravity. Dri- or the warp drive. Right. Yeah. There's that Chinese scientist who uh, published a paper that showed, uh, I think it was, it was anti-gravity properties or anti-gravity drive or something like that. And then she just vanished off the planet. Um, we grabbed her. Yeah, uh, or the Chinese killed her or took her to their own program. They probably took her. You know, wouldn't kill someone like that, dude. No, they they would just make them do whatever they had to do. You didn't. Um, they didn't kill. Uh, they didn't kill Jack Ma. No, no, they didn't. Shout out. Whatever to, happened to him, dude? He just resurfaced. And and uh, two things I need to clear up that I forgot for the people listening. Mm-hmm. AWACS previously stands for airborne warning and control system and then, the big the big plane with the satellite exactly. on top that fly above operation areas exactly and then the other thing uh we were just talking about it's jack ma jack ma is the a, a chinese billionaire the founder of alibaba and he mm, yeah uh, spoke out against the chinese government and then disappeared for uh, a decent amount of time. years dude yeah He'd pop yeah. up um, and he, he wrote a, a message saying he just needed to take some time off. So, and, and then uh, to put this in context, if you're unaware, Alibaba is the Chinese version of Amazon. So it's the, it's the equivalent of Jeff Bezos just fucking saying he needed the to China, take a yeah, step Chinese back, speak, yeah, speaking, out, speaking out against uh, our government and then disappearing and then writing a message saying that he needed to take a step back, right? Um, he just popped up in Thailand at uh, no, no, uh, uh, Thailand. Yeah, in Thailand at a, a Muay Thai a fight, and uh, he's ceding uh, control of his company to uh, uh, a group of people. So he's fucking done. Essentially, dude. the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. The, the Chinese state, government. The state. <laughs> state yeah. yeah, and so and somebody went to a re-education camp for a few years. Dude, yeah, I feel and they were like either play the you know, toe the line or we're killing you and yeah. taking your money. Yeah, which it. <laughs> Is interesting. I, you know, I, uh, outside of all this, uh, our diplomats, the Chinese and American diplomats, have met for the first time since all of this shit popped off, and they're having some pretty intense meetings. Although Biden did cancel a trip to China oh, when the balloon thing happened. Shit. 
So that's what, again, pushes me more to the propaganda bullshit, because what plays in the media favor of Washington is that China is all of a sudden, like, really brazen and kind of fucking haphazard at spy operations. Yeah, it doesn't make that, sense. That, like, this balloon, if it is a thing, is literally just a floating antenna to, like... It's like cast a wide net and just catch every kind of communication communication signal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you stated that because that was something that I feel like people didn't really comprehend. Um, No. But the thing is, is like, why would China send a balloon, right? Just China could pop a camera on the bottom of any billionaire's private jet and fly it over wherever they want. And no one would even fucking know. I see. But I don't, I think it's, I don't think they need to do any of that. No, like they no. already China, have. China probably has already. They're already in back. They're backdoor, backdoored into every system. I, don't, I mean, I feel like they've pretty much invest. I mean, it's de- depending on how conspiratorial you want to get, like Mitch McConnell <laughs> owns a me. shipping. Mitch McConnell owns a sh- an import export, like a, sh- a shipping Isn't company. His wife, a Chinese. Yes, yeah, she is a national, well. and they own a fucking shipping company, and they make billions mm-hmm. of dollars. And if you know anything about. The, the Chinese government, the states involved in everything. So the contracts that they're awarded to are awarded to his company come from the state. So that's some sort of fucking leverage. That's a conflict of interest, right? You can't fucking trust him. They they also are able to pay. They are also able to contribute to people's election funds. Like you know, mm-hmm. uh, if Don't if you forget look, about like I mean, shit. The, all the honeypots that they've run over the past decade or so. That there was a, a California congressman. That was found to be a, a Chinese asset after being like, you know, wined and dined by some, you know, conventionally attractive Chinese agent. I mean, I know people that think that our president's a Chinese plant. I don't think he has the mental facilities currently available to him. To wow, dude, you've, you, even you, you think that oh, Biden man, he's is been gone? showing, he's Oh yeah, he's been shying, showing signs of advanced uh, dementia, advanced autism, uh, d- advanced uh, dementia, dementia for slash Alzheimer's. Ten years. This is so Alzheimer's. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, you can see the way that he walks. Like Trump, Trump also showed a lot of signs too. The way that Trump always walked and stood, where he stood straight up with his hands back, slightly leaning forward, kind of like a penguin. That is a that is a classic sign of uh, like neurological neurological issues that stem from Alzheimer's dementia or like my dad had issues, uh, mobility issues. He had a stroke and for a while after he had a lot of issues. It, like Biden's I, I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's been I think he's in and out, obviously, like most people that that are of that he's on, a, uh, he's condition. on so many fucking drugs, dude. Oh yeah. And he's I mean he's I mean look, why would Biden Biden was I mean he was somewhat of a shrewd politician considering like he has uh statements on the record from being in Congress when there were Jim Crow laws. Know, you know? Like he's been he's been involved for decades. Why would he pick Kamala fucking Harris? <laughs> Nobody liked her. And she, and she was his enemy. Like, there was a whole debate that was literally the two of them at, at each other's throats. That made no sense. It never has made any sense other than just like, oh, well, we... But, I mean, look at, like, every person they place is a token, right? You know, you have her. She's the, like, you know, what the first uh, woman of color vice president. There's, like, numerous administration officials that are qualified... But you can't ignore that. 
as a possibility, given how they're liberals, that's how liberals operate. It's all representation and, and just, you know, fluffy do-goods and no actual teeth or substance to their change. Well, I love that you have are now convinced that Biden might not have all his mental faculties. Oh, I've, I've been convinced. I've been convinced since he was running for president. I think that the, the Chinese plant things may be a bridge too far for me. But yeah, I, uh, think that, I don't think that's realistic. That that I mean, that well, would be I mean, such, Hunter, such but, a big well, operation. With the Hunter Biden thing and the laptop and all that bullshit, it's kind of like, you know, maybe. The Hunter Biden, I think that, like, the Hunter Biden thing, I think is just... That I think is just Republican operative. No, no, that's that's not that's that's fucking that's pretty factual, man. Like, look into. That. Oh no, no, no! I know it's real. I'm saying like the evidence that's on that was real. Like, I mean, that Hunter Biden is just you know out smoking crack and living his best life, right? But it, that's not that's not fake. I'm saying the whole brouhaha that came from it that was a Republican agitprop well, well, essentially no, against Biden. That's not no. The brouhaha is these fucking. News media outlets and tech companies banning the story from propagating, like right. actually doing that and then giving fuel to uh, people that are very conspiratorial mining and proving them correct. And then then having mm -hmm. them like, that's the problem. I wouldn't it's not a Republican like it's no, I'm saying so I'm not saying that there are not valid concerns that come from that situation. Like the fact that Joe Biden got his, his son, a sweetheart deal when he was vice president, pretty, uh, pretty big deal. But also everybody in government at that level does that. Like Trump became president and suddenly every member of his family had practically a cabinet position, so crazy. you know? Yeah. It's like you get in, you get your bag and you get out. Like that's no one's going to like, no one, I'm not shocked. I would think, I would hope most people aren't shocked by that. You know, well, it's 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 horribly unethical and illegal, but I'm not surprised they're doing it. Yeah. You know, it's like how everybody was like Trump had documents, uh, classified document in his home. Yeah. Joe Biden had a hobby of apparently storing them in his garage next to his Corvette. So you know, crazy. so did Mike Pence now. Like, I think they're going to, this is going to turn, it started as a thing to go after Trump and now it's going to backfire and it's going to show everybody, all these fuckers do this. Yeah. They all play fast and loose with this. And plus, brings up the fact, everything is classified now. So I like, know. you sneeze and someone says you sneeze, that's classified. I know. You know, you need clearance to see that. You know? Just, like, I don't even know. It's just a fucking yeah. I mean, that's that is mess. a big issue that that the amount of classified documents has has increased exponentially over the recent past. That it is it is difficult to operate within government without having some basic level of top secret clearance. Yes, but what, I'll, I'll back to the thing. There is a bit of a, a bias because like oh yeah you know, on sure. your end because like that that's terrible. And what do you mean by with regard to the Hunter Biden? Like kind of like the fact that that store was suppressed. Like oh yeah, like it's horrible. That's, that's yeah, it's terrible. it's terrible. But what is how is that any different than any other scandal that has has not happened? Look at the like different issue, but kind of not the Panama Papers, right? That came out that I mean that journalist was killed. <laughs> uh, I'm unfamiliar with this. So the Panama Papers happened like within the last five years. Uh, it was I don't remember who wrote it, but it was basically someone got hold of the ledgers for uh, a lot of the offshore bank accounts and banks in Panama, oh, nice. and showed where all of the billionaires were hiding their money, how much, where they were moving everything, and there were direct connections to a lot of very powerful people. Oh, for sure. And then 
that journalist turned up dead, I believe, in Malta. Damn. Uh, shortly after. Dude, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got If you haven't read about the Panama Whoa, Papers, you need to. Yeah, I want to look yeah. into that. You know, so I'm not saying that this is wrong. It's terribly wrong. It's horribly illegal. But they don't play by the rules. They make the rules so they, they oh. can choose to enforce them on themselves or not. Oh, shit. You know? that, they someone I, made a movie about this, too. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it was a big It was a big deal that didn't get as much press as it should they have. Just, they just, it got a lot of press, but it didn't. nobody got taken when down did they, because of it. it was like, I think it was like 2018, they, 2017. Maybe? Do you think... You know what else is surprising to me? Hmm. So we have the flight logs of Epstein, and they're not going to release that. Mm-hmm. How has mm-hmm. that not leaked on the internet? <clears throat> like anonymous. Two former presidents were frequent flyers. Does it, no, but it does. It doesn't matter. You're not like hear hear me out. How well, it, has, does ma- no, it does matter? It does matter from a standpoint John, of that they were doing it to have sex. I, with, uh, no, I understand girls. that, but you just listen to me. How mm-hmm. is that not like? Is it? Is this a digital copy or something, or is it just like a fucking print? What I'm what I'm trying to say is how mean? is how is a group like Anonymous or some sort of hacking, some sort of hackers collective? How has this not been fucking outed yet? Like where is it? At? Like that's what, that's I, what this I don't is know. Be like I mean, Fort it's the Knox. same reason that it's the same reason that you know when Jeffrey Epstein killed himself that Definitely his did. guards just decided to you know, take a break and the surveillance cameras that also monitored his high security cell just didn't happen to work then. And then they started working after he was dead, you know, because I mean, it's, it's very simple. The people in power that actually have power, we're not talking about like, you know, Pete Buttigieg, you know, the secretary of transportation. We're not even talking about the president. We're talking about the people who have actual power, the people who have, you know, control of corporations that have you know it's like specter from james bond honestly you're looking at this dude that he was the he was the party planner essentially that he recruited or just you know he had he had his uh accomplice uh galane maxwell recruit you know all these young women and, and and honestly, girls, not even women, underage girls, into sex work and into sex trafficking, and had his little private island where Donald Trump used to go, Bill Clinton used to fly Bill on the Lolita Gates. Express. Yep, yeah, and I just that was that didn't seem like in his trial, which like you know, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial was a whole thing. Got swept under. I the mean, rock Epstein though, didn't dude. get a trial because. Because he was assassinated. But that, I mean, that you know? got swept under the rug. That was the same time Johnny yep. Depp was going on. Coincidence? Yep. Why maybe, do you think there not. was so much coverage yeah. given to the Johnny Depp but trial? That, that was. A, but I just. It doesn't make sense that some of these groups haven't hacked in and put put that shit out. They may not be able to. That's. Don't forget that the the reason that the biggest hack that has happened in U.S. government was not because you know some script kitty in Russia you know, backdoored their way into their operating system and just found some files. They had a person literally in the building copying files and burning them to a CD. But this, that's why, because the, the security infrastructure that especially the CIA, the NSA and all of the other alphabet agencies that handle, uh, like spying and spooking their, their computer security capabilities are on another level. They have to be. That you can't just simply hack in. You have to have access. You have they to did be. old. It was classic old school social engineering that got them those files. It wasn't just digging through a web yeah. server somewhere. It, and it makes sense. It's it, because there's, there's a certain, that makes sense, but there's a certain 
there's part of me that that there's a part of me that's like there's the a lot of people that are in the upper echelons of, of government are incompetent. But then mm-hmm. if you if well, they, you think I mean, about like security and code and I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of that is, is probably not. It's probably fucking written by AI anyways right now or something. Yeah, it's get it's getting that way. Yeah. But also think too, right? A lot of the, you know, the the higher ups, you're not talking all the people that run this stuff are like the old phone freakers from the 60s or from the from the 80s, like the kids in war games. You know, these are government officials who have been middle management forever and were put in charge. We still haven't really aged out enough to have the people running security infrastructure to be intimately knowledgeable about the use and design of computers and networks. You're getting you're getting close. By the time Gen Z is, you know, two generations down the road and they're the run the ones kind of starting to run stuff, then I think you're gonna see more of everybody has experience in computers and everybody's baseline knowledge of you know, information security is much higher than it used to be. Yeah. But I mean, these are still people that are, you know, you know, peepaws and memaws that are, you know, can't figure out why their browser is Internet Explorer and not Chrome anymore. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's in in any in any instance of 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 IT in 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 computer security, your weakest link is the user every time yeah. because someone will write their password on a on a, a sticky note and put it on their monitor or someone will put it uh, on a note on their phone that's not encrypted or something like that yeah. like the um like Chelsea Manning got all the files off of a heart off of the servers and put them on uh, I I think she burned them onto uh, CDs so crazy you know yeah well listen man it's been a fucking great wild time we live in what we live in wild times folks and you know outside of an alien attack i feel like we're maybe getting the 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 ship back on track who knows maybe not uh so much going on right now it's it's good to be back uh we appreciate your patience uh we're gonna have an interview for you next week and um, we'll again, we'll be back more yeah, often. Yeah, no, we'll be back. We'll be back to regular scheduled programming. Once we're releasing an episode once a week, living the dream. Anyways, folks, we love you. Thanks for listening to our crazy rambling rants about uh, aliens, Mostly chemical. Mine. Yes, mainly yours. You fucking went hard <laughs> in the paint. It's a lot to get off there, buddy. You've been you've been on the hey, internet. Hey, we haven't too done much. one of these in a couple yeah. months. You've All been right. on I've the internet too much. Up. Uh, Always. But life's good. Love you, folks. Thanks for your patience. We'll be back next week. Bye.